Southern Fried Philosophy would like to thank our sponsors, Watchman Cigars, 1812 Barbecue, Web Website Design, Blue Collar Motorcycle Shop, and our new sponsor, Hook, Line, and Heroes. Thank you, guys. Without the, your help, this would not be possible. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's our take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy. And you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the Blue Collar Cycle Studio right here in beautiful Concord, North Carolina. I'd be your host, Biggin, and how about you? Across the way from my left, your right on the radio dial, it's producer Brian. Hey, guys. And, of course, across the way, it's the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, but most of you. Probably no one best as the Silver Tongue won 2016's Honorable Mention Hard-Boiled Egg Eating Contest Award winner. Easy for me to say. Uh, the inventor of the redneck egg roll. Give it up on old Mike number one. It's Mojo! Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Have you been seeing that meme? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just had to say that. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> but you know who did? There were three... Uh, hard-boiled egg contest, uh, you know, there was contestants. Hard, contestants. They mm-hmm. were eating hard-boiled eggs, and they passed away by eating so many hard-boiled eggs. What kind of dirt do they have on Hillary Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Southern Fry Philosophy Podcast. You can find us on our Facebook page, Southern Fry Philosophy, our website at southernfryphilosophy.com. If you go to our website there, it has a little about section also has some playable links of our latest episodes <clears throat> so you can check that out they are suitable for work for the most part and uh yeah you can also go to instagram and twitter's at sfp radio wherever you listen to your uh, podcast to just go in there and put the little search bar and uh put southern fry philosophy go give us a subscribe a like most part uh, most important thing is give us a rating um or a review however you want to do that just uh hook up there and that's how we move up in the old algorithms of the podcast generators we appreciate you guys tuning in as always yeah just some uh, upcoming events uh, as this releases on monday this friday will be the beer uh craft craft concord uh over at our friends at red hill we talked about that on the last episode friday from four to saturday at 11 evidently it's going all night so the party can't stop won't stop um but southern fry is going to be there we're going to be doing the show uh there'll be a lot of vendors. Our friend Watchman Cigar, Leon, from there is going to be there. Fifteen other vendors. Southern Strain, we talked about them. Other uh, breweries. Food, music. It's going to be a whole thing. So it's going to be awesome. So we invite you guys to go out there. I uh, want to say shout-out to our listeners from Florence, Fort Myers, and Fort Smith. A lot of forts going on with the Fs tonight. I wonder if they're all, I guess, probably all old military bases obviously with a fort but, mm-hmm. you know, i mean <clears throat> i guess i don't know who knows i'm gonna ask you like i ask you every week mojo i'd be darn i hate daylight savings time good gosh you're not kidding 5 15 dusk is rolling in the vampires are coming out it is yeah it's uh i hate it it is nonsensical a recent study just came out that um 23 you actually when uh when spring hits you know you lose an hour there's actually a 23% increase in cardiac arrest 
and cardiac problems. Wow. Mm. And Why then is one, that? Just because of the stress of stress. Lo- yeah. losing sleep. Huh. And then also there's a 21% decrease when actually fall hits. So, you know, it's better you get the extra rest. But in the springtime, you just got people, you know, keeling over after tax season or before tax season. So I'm, I'm not, I'm just asking, what's the stats of that when you have a newborn? I need to be. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're already at 118 percent increased risk. All right. So yeah, so you got you Great. got that. We're nailing it. My problem with the changeover is that I'm always like ready for lunch at like 10:30. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm always ready for lunch well, at 10:30. I'm like really ready for lunch at 10:30, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna wait. Oh yeah. yeah. It does change your hours up for a few weeks, and I hate. I just hate the dark. You know, it's just at five mm. o'clock. It's just it's starting to creep in. You're like, man, and you know just. This time of year, a little bit extra depression hits in, just the shorter hours. So you, you just, I just hate it. Oh, and we need to stop it. My five o'clock shadow is now hitting at four. I'm not <laughs> a big fan of that. Well, yeah. Well. Yeah. Why, why can't we just let, let it be? I don't know. You know, they, they've, you've had several presidents who come through in the past who talked about doing executive orders to end it. We don't need it. You know, there's been history of the farmers and, uh-huh. World War Two, but we, you know, we don't, we don't need that anymore. There's whole countries and that don't do this anymore. Yeah, and we have flashlights now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but true. You don't have to go pump the old well oil into the lantern <laughs> and you know uh, strike up a couple of charcoals out there. What if we just say that we don't, we don't follow daylight savings time, and we're going to go on our own schedule? If I'm not mistaken, and I wish I would have googled this before. I just didn't know if I was going to bring this up, but um. I think there's actually towns. Yes, there's don't, several. Don't, yeah, there's don't. A, I yeah. think one. I want to say there's one in like Indiana, in like the state of New Mexico or something like that doesn't recognize daylight savings. <laughs> That's just right. Yeah, it's crazy. If you try to schedule a meeting for the folks in New Mexico, yeah, so it's Mountain Time plus or minus one usually. Yeah. It's like toilet paper math. When you if you got to talk to anyone in New Mexico, you got to do some toilet paper math. Get creative. Dude, I didn't know what you meant about that toilet paper math until I actually looked at a, a thing of toilet paper. Yeah. I'm like, sixteen does not equal seventy two. Even if I got sixteen rolls, it would not equal seventy two. You know, the other way around. Yeah, and what what are it's what ridiculous. kind of metrics are they using? Are they using like uh, the really crappy toilet paper metrics for to get seventy two? Are you not are you not familiar with this, Bruce Brown? Uh, no, I don't think I am. All right, well, see, toilet paper math. They'll say like now, new Charmin sixteen pack equivalent to seventy two rolls of conventional toilet paper. Okay, mm-hmm. what's conventional? Just exactly. a regular thing. But here's yeah. here's what I'm thinking. It is is they're doing conventional single ply, mm. and then the the sixteen mm. is the double. So they're ply already doubling the paper by making a double ply, right? Which makes it a thirty two. We're doing math. Remember, math is hard. <laughs> okay, we're doing <laughs> sixteen is thirty-two. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But, but you know, but then you go, then you go. Okay, if you double that again, that's only sixty-four. So where do you get the seventy-two from? Yeah. Are there like the squares a little bigger? Are like, are, are they counting the paper, the paper coil, mm. the paper, uh, the core? Are they they actually plan on you using oh, that? Use that. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, if you cut it open and open it up, and then yeah. like peel the layers off the cardboard. Mm-hmm. That's at least you know, four I, or five sheets right I've there. I've never thought about using that, but I, <laughs> that is good. Why dire, are you yeah, in a dire need instead of just using one of my socks and going sockless on one mm-hmm. foot for the yeah. rest of the day. Mm. I mean, that'd be a bad thing. Um, yeah, I just I saw that and I was like, oh, that's what you meant. <laughs> so it is ridiculous. Yeah, it's creative math. Yeah, producer Brian, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm a little tired, so hopefully, I don't like fall over here in a minute. But, uh, okay. Daylight, daylight yeah. savings time. <clears throat> yes, that. Yeah, absolutely. 
Is yeah. it really? Like, is it got you that tired? Maybe, or, you know, it's it could just be, dark. you know, it's dark and, uh, I don't know. I was like, I woke up this morning, like, when you wake up tired, mm-hmm. like, that's, like, I got out of bed and was like, mm-hmm. okay, I need a nap now. And it's seven <laughs> o'clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the diabetes from the uh, Halloween candy. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. And so, uh, I had like, I probably had a cup of, or a pot and a half of coffee today. Oh, wow. So I was feeling really good around four o'clock. Oh, wow. Here comes the crash. Yeah, the crash is on its way. So, Ooh, yeah. All right. The uh, best remedy for that, I'm telling you right now, is that the Bang Energy Drinks. Oh, you got to check those out. The what? It's called Bang, B-A-N-G. And okay, it is, I've seen them. It's sugar free. It's a okay you know, in that keto paleo family of approved mm. things, except for the keto Nazis. But like the one I get, the coffee ones have like like 20 grams of protein. So actually, if you're hungry, it actually is kind of a good snack. Mm. But man, you take that. I'm telling you, you'll be cutting your grass and mowing the lawn, or mowing the lawn, cutting grass and vacuuming your carpet inside the house at the same time. You're trying to figure that out. I mean, it gives you that much of a jump start. Huh. Wow. I mean, I've I've done a couple of energy drinks when I was like driving for Lyft all the time. Mm-hmm. I could get up, you know, middle of night or early yeah. morning. Mm-hmm. Right. That was my equalizer. It was a monster or something. Yeah. I just can't. For some reason, I can't do those. Oh, of course, I can't with my heart. But yeah, the bang. It, it's just it's different. Mm-hmm. It's different for some reason. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure why. But man, I'm telling you. If you're not focused, you will be focused. You will focus on that piece of dust that's floating <laughs> in the sky, you know, above your just your peripheral out of sight. All right. So I'm going to make a note. Buy Foster Kid a ton of bangs. Got mm. it. Send them somewhere else. Yeah. No, I'm going to give them that. Send them to school. Merry Christmas. Uh, guys, I got to tell you, I had a root canal this week. That was fun. Those are horrible. You know, and I... <laughs> exactly. I was so worried that... You know, like I work myself up that I got, gave myself like nervous diarrhea mm. that I was just so scared about having this procedure done. Uh, the good folks at uh, Afton Endodontics uh, did a great job. Uh, they're not a sponsor, but I do want to say if you're getting a root canal, that's the place to go. Um, the, you know, the shot, the initial shot, mm-hmm. that's the one that hurts the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the assistant, Megan, gave me this like little pat on the shoulder. To calm me down, I was like, "Ooh, that's kind of nice." <laughs> Soothing, yeah, yeah. And and uh, I was like, "Wow, that's that's quite nice of her to do that." Because I've never been to a place that gave you like a little gentle right, pat. Yeah. You know, it calmed you down. Uh, but they were very nice to explain like all the stuff that they were going to do. Like, here's the equipment, here's all the stuff. Um, you know, checking in with me. Um, the the doctor, Doctor Watts, I think it was, did a fantastic job. Hmm. By the way, side note. She's got very clean nose. Well, of course. You, oh. it's, it's important when you're looking up for however long it is. Yeah, there's right? no, like, nose hairs. I actually went home and looked at my nose and, like, I cannot do this for a living because I've got way too much nose hair. <laughs> Look, it looks like cave and stalactite. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I mean, look at that. I mean, you can see them from there. Uh, but they did a really good job. Here's the thing that, that really impressed me above and beyond. They called me the very next day just to check in, make sure everything was okay. Wow. Like, I thought that was really nice yeah. of them to do oh, that. Yeah. Um, pain-free. Like, she's like, just take some uh, ibuprofen if you need it. Haven't needed it yet. That's so cool. So that was fantastic. Um, well, I, I, I don't work myself I, up for dental procedures. I just know it's going to hurt, you know, a lot of times, yeah. especially certain procedures. Like, I had to have a descaling. What is that? Dude, I, it, is like, it is like it is that it is like the cleaning beyond cleanings where they actually Whoa. go under your gum line. Whoa, dude, it is. I, they had to put me on pain pills for like three days afterwards because the pain was so excruciating. Seriously, was, yeah. 
So wow. anytime I've had a doctor's like, hey, well, we're going to do the scaling. I'm like, nah, I'm good. What do, what do they do that for? Because well, if you have like any, if you're maybe predisposed for periodontal disease, they'll go in and do the scaling. They oh. help to give you quote unquote healthy gums. I'm just, I'm telling you right now, I feel like I get hit in the face with a baseball bat. I have a, I have a pretty high pain tolerance. I have zero. Huh. But dude, it, it, and a lot of times they actually scale, when they schedule the descaling, they'll do say, all right, we're going to do t- today. We're going to do one quadrant. They'll break your, the si- they break the, the side of your mouth up into four quadrants. Mm-hmm. So, we're, hey, we're going to do, you know, one and three today or just do one, gotcha. whatever. That way you have like, you know, half clean teeth in the bottom of your mouth. But well, that's nice. Um, they did all of mine in one day. <laughs> And it was brutal. It's like getting gum tattoos or something. <laughs> it, it, yeah, no, you, that's how it felt. It, you wow. know, when that skin is just all all yeah. raw and everything, Ooh. it felt like that. That would be bad if, like, I would think you would want to get it all done. But then, yeah, then you think, well, if it's going to hurt for three or four days, that would be awful. I'd rather do it once and be done with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, if I have to do it again, I will. But man, that mm. was brutal. That's rough. So that's, you're talking about Novocaine. Yeah, um, I, I was a genius one time because I don't like the gel stuff. They like, like, rub your, like the pre-numbing stuff. Yeah, okay. they like they like rub your. I hated that stuff. Really? Everyone's like, yeah, I just couldn't stand the way it felt. So, I was a genius one time. I said, "Hey, just skip the gel and just give me the shot." <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. No, that hurts. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of parts of your body you can have pain. You know that. Like you know, hit or something like that, but man, your gum line, yeah, oh, yeah. Son, oh that, those aren't little needle. Well, they feel like they're you know like if, like giant like finger size. Yeah, they they feel like they're trying to park a '67 Volkswagen <laughs> bug in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but anyway, if you need one, uh, go see Doctor Wise. Hey, Assistant Megan they did a great job. Again, like no pain. Watts like Watts or Watson? Watts. Watts. Okay. Um, uh, man, again, just did a great job. Also, uh, pulled a back muscle out. Nice. Getting old. Nice. Um, mm. The kid trying to get the car seat out. Mm. Had to go see our friend CJ. This week has been hella bad. You know, are you on injured reserve like Cam? Pulled yeah. a hammy? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, my wife has called in the backup husband, which, good for her. I'm bringing the left-hander. Because <laughs> <laughs> right? gonna, she's going to need it. Uh, so it's been a struggle this week. But other than that, things have been going great. Uh, one thing that I did uh, run into this week that I wanted to talk about is I ran into the liquor store real quick to get some stuff, and I picked up this bottle of peanut butter whiskey. Mm. I'm just letting it sink in. Peanut butter whiskey. It's whiskey. For lunchtime. That has peanut butter in it. <laughs> yeah. There's no jelly. Whiskey you can send to school with your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought to myself, wow, that's weird. But my love of peanut butter, mm-hmm. my love of bourbon infused. And I said, why not for $32.99? Why not? Who, who's it made by? It's a company called Screwball. Okay. Is, is Well, that's the name of the actual whiskey. Um, trying to find it. It does not say, but it does say contains peanuts. <laughs> mm, that's good. That's important to know. Hey, at least it's not imitation peanut flavoring. At least it they, probably is. Was it? I hope not. It's like that peanut candy you get at Halloween, the orange stuff. They just swish that around oh, the man, barrel. I do like that stuff. Do you? It like sticks to your teeth really bad. It's like the peanut butter toffee. Like the, the orange and black stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like one piece, maybe. Don't give me a whole bag of it, though. So can I can I pour you guys some of this? No, I want to know. I'm, I'm, I'm not drinking anymore. You out? Good. I want to know your thoughts. I'm pouring it now, and I'll have a picture of it on, on the thing. The, the North Carolina Bourbon Society, they have shot this thing down hand over fist. 
but I want to know your all's thoughts. So, well, I mean, it's it's whiskey, it's not bourbon. So that is true. Anything goes, right? Yep. Now, just heads up, it's going to be really, really sweet. So it's not like your typical bourbon. This smells like that. Uh, that I think we talked. We, I don't know we've talked about it. The peanut butter jelly mix stuff, like the goober, whatever. The goober. Yeah, that's what it smells like. And you like the goober. You enjoy the goober. Um, it's not my go-to just because I like to be in control of my own rations, <laughs> right. you know, but I just want to smell it. Yeah. It smells great, right? Make a great Yankee candle. <laughs> Producer Brian right now is. I'm just trying to find out where Screwball's made here. I, I don't know what to say about this. <laughs> um... That's okay. We all have different palates. We all like different things. Here's the problem with this. There's no bite here at all. Like, it doesn't taste bad, but I could drink this whole solo cup. Right. And I think that may be a problem. <laughs> Do the old Kentucky chew while you're doing it. Oh, yeah. It. You, can that. you can actually taste deeper, note, deeper notes of, like, the peanut roasting. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, right. Almost a little, like a little bit of caramel. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So this... This is like a liquid payday. Oh, yeah. Put a little salt in there. Oh, like a salt son. rim on this sucker. Actually, we'll just put the salt where you just lick your hand. Yeah, there we go. Like, you know, the old yeah, yeah, yeah. tequila shots. This tastes like bad Halloween candy. <laughs> That's this what this tastes like, I, I I probably could drink the whole bottle. That's the problem, right? Yeah. Like, And to you, be clear, the bottle's half empty right now. Just so Sure. We, yeah. It's been, it's Actually, been used back, a few back times. Back it up. For my wife listening tonight, the bottle's already an eighth of, you know, or a th- seven-eighths empty. Right. So. <laughs> There's very little left. Um, I mean, it's it's interesting enough that I wanted to bring it to the show and see what you guys thought. It's inter- interesting enough. I'd like to get in touch with the company to kind of get some clue on why would you do something like that. Would you, you buy a bottle yeah. of it? It's like bacon. Is there bacon whiskey? Ooh. Yeah. Imagine putting that in a decanter and infusing bacon with it. Mm. Son. I'm thinking about like just pouring some wine in here and having a peanut butter jelly. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I have put bacon in bourbon. That did not turn out well. <laughs> I'm just saying. You didn't like it? No. Mm. It was gross. This is actually really good. This complements the Popeye's chicken sandwich that we were blessed with earlier. <laughs> I'm not going to call it good. No. Uh, but I'll keep drinking it. <laughs> Well, you know, just, for for all of our snobs out there, this is not a bourbon. No, this is not. No, no not at all. This is. Okay. Go go this would not make a great mixer. Mm-mm. Like you cannot no. add ginger ale, like you know, typical bourbon ginger. I don't know what you would put in here. Nothing. I mean, it doesn't need. It, but I, I want to make a cocktail with this, but I cannot rack my. Like, I cannot think of what. PB and J Manhattan, like a cranberry something maybe, or a but I bet you little, probably could do get Tim to make a Manhattan with this. Need a tart something because hmm. you know with Manhattan you're using like maraschino cherry, old fashioned with this. Oh yeah, that's, that's the way that, to go. Yeah, yeah. good mm. good call. Yeah. Mm. So you you don't like it, but I you I don't love it. Um, yeah, which is fine. It's fine. It's this is like the fireball. This like fireball is what it reminds me of. But it's okay. peanut butter. So what you, I'll give you that's that. what you got criticized on the uh, community board when you posted this, didn't you? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Just, okay. See, fireball. You 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 have regrets after the after drinking fireball because you end up with some lady that you 
shouldn't have and <laughs> dancing to some slow song that you never listened to. And, you know, this right here, you probably, you may end up with campfire stories and yep. uh, other things. It's like a dessert almost. Yeah. It's a dessert 100%. drink. It's a, a dessert shot would be really good. Yeah. Have mm. With a marshmallow or something. Or a, this is know. great. Um, Graham cracker crust. Here's what I'm saying. Rim. Imagine at a campfire having s'mores with the guys. Pull this out. Have a shot of this with your s'more. You know, we're going to get at some point. We're going to get to the things we ate before the show, right? But uh, there was a pie, and I wish I had this with that pie. Ooh, that would be a good mix. Yeah. Okay. We can pause and we'll <laughs> be back in an hour. <laughs> now, this is I. I'm not a fan of flavored things, mm. but I like this. It's not bad. Yeah. It, it's a good like little dessert. You know, if you want something sweet, you want a shot. Have that, and you're done for that. Th- but I think it's more and more, I, I, I kind of try it. I think it tastes like peanut brittle, like old school peanut brittle. It's got a little bit of that car- caramely with the, the, the hits yeah. of peanuts. I've, ta- I've, had, I've tasted this flavor profile somewhere. I just don't know what it is. I can't. It was, you know, 25 years ago probably. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, uh, we'll um, put a picture of it on our Instagram and whatnot. So if you want to pick up a bottle, uh, you can. Uh, Producer Brian, you said you had some fact check follow up that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. So, um, oh wow, it's been a while, but uh, basically the week that Big and Missed, yeah, uh, me and Mojo did the show. We talked about pumpkin spice spam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ever since that episode, I every time I go down the aisle at the grocery store, I try to see if there is any so I could pick it up. Yeah. Well, it came out probably early mid October. Uh, I've been just kind of keeping an eye out. And I was thinking about it this week because it's approaching Thanksgiving. We just had Halloween and all that. Um, so I looked on Walmart was carrying it. So I was like, okay, let's get the hell on the website. Nothing. So I was, where do you find this? I did some uh, investigative journalism Ooh, here. okay. And I Googled pumpkin spice spam, mm-hmm. hit the shopping button. So apparently everyone, I mean, they sold out immediately of this stuff. It's like 24, 48 hours. It's all gone. But I found some on eBay. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I haven't looked for anything else on here, but uh, what I thought was interesting here is the prices. If you really want this, mm-hmm. I, I'm questioning just why you would pay this kind of money. Okay. Spam of any flavor. All right, let's have a guess. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. Mojo and I. And one container? You yeah, set, yeah, you set the over-under. Yeah, one container. How much, how much is it? I don't even know how much spam costs. Is it like $2? Maybe. I think spam's like in the almost four dollar range oh, now. Inflation. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Now treat is a little more affordable. All oh, right, that's what I always bought. Okay, so yeah, that's so four four dollars will be the average okay. selling price for a can of spam. Mojo set the over under for pumpkin spice spam on eBay. Um, well, I just saw two Popeyes chicken sandwiches <laughs> listed for two hundred fifty bucks on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> earlier. So. I, <laughs> I'm gonna go 125. Okay, it's not near that high. <laughs> just well, so obviously you got I'm just giving you a hint. It's not anywhere up there. So what are we looking at? 60. All right, I'll go for 60. I'll go. I'll go under still. Under 60. Oh, absolutely. So some of these are going for as high as it's 20 dollars a can, but for spam plus shipping, that seems like. A lot of money for a treat. For a treat, it's, it's not even. It's really a, a, a novelty. Not even. Yeah, depending on. I mean, I, I would like to try it. I 
just lost my search here. But uh, the good news is, is it never will go bad. So it can stay on <laughs> eBay as long as it exactly. needs to. Maybe the price will go down around <laughs> right. February when no one wants it anymore. Yeah, I haven't uh, had spam in so long. It fascinates me. I, I would rather have Vienna sausages than spam. Oh, gosh. I would. Uh, disagree. I, I disagree. I uh, yeah. strong disagree on that. Because Vienna sausages don't taste good hot. No. Like, I've tried microwaving one of them because I... Not only do you have the stench to contend mm-hmm. with, you now mm-hmm. have this hot little mushy, spiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I ate those at some point in my life. That and like the potted meat. I grew up with all that crap just because it was convenient mm-hmm. and it was cheap. cheap. I guess that's why it was there. Yeah. So I grew up with all that stuff. I mean, I that's why I loathe it. Like peanut, peanut butter. Like mm-hmm. It took me forever to eat peanut butter again because I grew up on that. I mean, that was mm-hmm. every meal every day i had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that consisted of my meal at some point either mm. being breakfast lunch or dinner so i just yeah. i can't do it mm. oh. um oh. yeah the vienna sausages it brings back memories of me with my grandfather fishing and that's what you know he would pop those open we'd eat those keep fishing so um you know makes part sense. of the memory i get there. i get the nostalgia there yep i just i don't remember any i don't have any good memories about this at all <laughs> sure <laughs> All right, so let's go into some wacky news brought to you by Web. Uh, sorry, eighteen twelve barbecue. If you need a fantastic catering caterer at a reasonable price, check out our friends at eighteen twelve barbecue. Um, seriously, those sides are impeccable. All right, so here's the headline: A woman is wanted for climbing into the Bronx Zoo lion exhibit. I am the lion now. A woman who is wanted by police for trespassing after climbing into the lion enclosure at the Bronx Zoo told reporters in a bizarre interview that she wasn't afraid to approach the wild animal. Here we go. She says, quote, I fear nobody, no animal, no human, no one. So, no, I wasn't fearing the lion because the lion loved me. That's why he came to me, and I let the lion know. Lion, I love you. Maya Autry said after a press release, uh, after a court appearance on Thursday for a shoplifting charge in Kearney, New Jersey, Uh, Audrey left the courthouse, and she greeted reporters with a bow, and she said, Shalom. (laughs) In a 15-minute interview, she said that she decided to climb the fence and head to the lion's uh, den for a spiritual experience. I am the lion now. Can you tell? Have you ever heard of reincarnation? Do your history, young man, she instructed a reporter. Then she complimented his eyes and then smiled. Uh, she was caught in uh, on video late September standing in front of the lion, the African lion exhibit video. So she, she broke into a dance, waved to the creature, and did. Uh, and the creature stood motionless, staring at her, which I think everybody else would do. Um, it's the appropriate so, response. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't eat stupid. That's <laughs> a go away. <laughs> Audrey would not address her shoplifting charge on Thursday, but said she would eventually turn herself in for the trespassing charge. Adding, quote, I do not know the law. I love the NYPD. Hi, NYPD. She said into the camera. So, y'all, I don't, this is one of the few stories where I don't believe alcohol and or drugs were involved. I think this lady's just straight up crazy the whole time. Yeah, I think, uh, I think she's natural. I don't, I don't think she's, uh, has to be enhanced by any pharmaceutical, uh, pharmaceutical recreationals. So, mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, 
she I'm surprised she didn't win a Darwin Award for 2019. <laughs> she was on pace to probably won the top three. Until yeah. Epstein. Yeah, that's that's just like, that's just dumb, right? I mean. <laughs> right. And then, you know, if something would have happened to her, they would have blamed the lion. So, oh, yeah. or, sure. shot, or shot the lion. Yeah. But here's the thing that gets me. She says she said shalom when she was greeted. Right. And then she's talking about being reincarnated as a lion. Those are two different that's things. That's like, that's different games altogether. Maybe she's just above all of us and it can incorporate all of them, all them together. You know? Oh, wow. It's like some supreme yeah. religion. Yeah, maybe she's maybe she's done too much MDMA and uh, shrooms, and she's more way enlightened than we are. Wow. The 1812 barbecue story started over 20 years ago when Eric and his dad started entering local barbecue competitions for fun. During that time, Eric, a United States Marine, has traveled all over the world picking up flavors and techniques that today is the unique flavor of the award-winning 1812 barbecue. He has honed his craft to bring you fall-off-the-bone pulled pork, mouth-watering ribs, and finely crafted beef brisket. Eric has developed his own amazing dry rub and delicious barbecue sauce. And let's not forget the sides. Coleslaw, smoked Gouda mac and cheese, cowboy baked beans, and to top it all off, banana pudding and pecan pie for dessert. Getting hungry yet? Good. Call or email Eric at 1812barbecue and he can make your next catered meal happen. Wedding and graduation parties, family reunions, and other events will be memorable with 1812 Barbecue. Want to try your own hand at smoking meats? Pick up your own 1812 dry rub and start the journey for yourself. Shipping all over the world, connect with Eric on his Facebook page, Instagram at 1812Barbecue, or call 704-604-5148. Or email eric at eric.line at 1812barbecue.com, and he'll be glad to help any way he can. Um, <clears throat> all right, so here's what's got me a little worried. The next story, a space satellite crashes in front of a yard of a Michigan home. Um, there was a Samsung pseudo space satellite that parachuted from the sky and fell into the ground on a farm in Merrill, Michigan, on Saturday morning. Um uh, Nancy Welk of Merrill told the Herald that she and her husband were preparing to let their horses out at 845 when they heard a loud crash hit their front yard. She looked out the window and didn't recognize what she was seeing, but uh, she characterized it as being out of this world. She found a four-legged object with aluminum foil wrapped around it and solar panels. Um, inside the box were two large cameras and one Samsung cell phone. Oh, well, there's your problem. Yeah, there we go. The contraption <laughs> had several Samsung plaques on it, and the wording on the sides of the box read, Space Selfie. It was still humming and flashing when she started to share the uh, the pictures on Facebook. Around the same time, uh, the police came, the fire department came, closed the roadway due to the large object, um, that could be close to the power lines. Some local residents also had their power cut off for a couple of hours while they were trying to figure it out. Um, so it turns out that it was a, a Samsung Europe's space selfie balloon that came down to Earth. Uh, so Samsung released a statement during this planned descent of the balloon to land in the U.S. The weather conditions resulted in an early soft landing in a selected rural area, no injuries occurred, and the balloon was subsequently retrieved 
we regret any convenience that they have caused. The self, the space selfie balloon is part of their space selfie campaign with the idea that customers could get their faces in the Earth's stratosphere via the Galaxy S10 5G smartphone. The phone receives uh, photos transmitted from Earth and layers them over in real-time shots above the planet. So it's oh. an advertising campaign. It is an advertising campaign, but should people not be aware that a a satellite is falling onto your property? It, it, they said it was a controlled uh, descent, right? A controlled right. location descent. Right. Oops. You, if that was the case, you think Samsung would have been on the spot going, all right, here it comes. Right. No. Exactly. They. If I think, I think I read in one article, I think the lady actually had to get in touch with Samsung herself. Yes. Said, hey, I've got your technology <laughs> right, here. Right. Uh, and she said, thankfully, none of the horses were out or else it could have been hit by the satellite thing. Like, guys, can we just not drop stuff from space and not tell anybody? Mm. That's my whole point. So is it, I guess it was in the stratosphere. If it was a balloon, it just being right in the stratosphere, correct? Right. Yeah. But it looked like a satellite. I did. It, it did a little bit. I remember seeing some pictures of it. So, um, you th- but you would think. I bet Samsung said, hey, "Look, we'll give you free Samsung phones for life." And mm, fa- yay. the family was like, well, "Actually, we're an iPhone family." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't trust anything Samsung makes. I just want to say that. Period. Yeah. Anything at all. Okay. I've had problems with. Ooh, things. I think I have a Samsung fridge. Yeah, I've had oh, to. Yeah. T- uh, my upstairs laundromat or laundry room flooded Ooh. from a sunset. Yeah. So me and, Sam, Samsung. and, they, and the Samsung, Samsung, some saying fireballs from the sky, whatever they make. Oh, we're going back it's, to the fireball. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh yeah. There we go. It was accidental. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I was going to say, oh, it's a selfie thing. So it's, it right. takes pictures of itself, but there you can actually get your like face. Yeah. You can go, hey, look at me. Look yeah. at me. I'm floating in the stratosphere. <laughs> totally realistic. But it, yeah. Yeah. But it drops down. Let people know that this stuff's going to happen. Y'all. No, I, but, you know, governments don't even do that either. Um, India uh, last year actually had to decommission one of their actual satellites in aerospace, uh, or in space, or in aerospace, in space, um, where they actually had to bring it in a controlled crash. Mm. They did not tell anyone oh, until, no. Oh, no. Pe- you know, just people call wind that, hey, there's, there's fireballs, and, hey, they're, could be pieces that land in your yard. Luckily, I think most of it hit in um, the ocean, like in the Indian Ocean. But still, though, I mean, you think these companies would say, "Hey, watch out!" Heads up. I mean, because those, you know, the satellite satellites actually have some highly toxic, corrosive metals mm-hmm. and yeah. things like that. Sure. It can actually be, you know, very detrimental to your health. But I guess, I, mean, I guess they don't see the importance of letting people know. Could Samsung have just not sent out a tweet that just says four? <laughs> you know, just heads up, heads up, guys. Yeah, I mean, I guess that stuff probably. Okay, devil's advocate. Okay. That stuff comes down pretty fast. I guess if it was a you know controlled, but things weren't happening the way they meant to, there probably wasn't a lot of time. Yeah, I'll give you that. Then a tweet and make sure everyone gets on the local news or whatever. But or I, just call the police department and be like, "Hey, FYI, this thing is dropping in this area. We think it's going to land yeah. here." Use the emergency broadcasting system. There you go. How about yeah. you? All right, we're going to uh, go to our Hot Topics, brought to you by Watchman Cigars. You want a great cigar, reasonable price. Check out our friends at Watchman Cigar. Uh, guys, here's the 
the headline, Joe Biden is denied communion mass because of the abortion stance. Uh, Joe Biden was um, at a South Carolina Catholic church over the past weekend. This was a couple weeks ago. Biden, a lifelong Catholic, stopped by St. Anthony Catholic Church in Florence on Sunday, but was denied Holy Communion by Reverend Morey. Uh, sadly, this past Sunday, I had to refuse Holy Communion to former Vice President Joe Biden. Told a newspaper Saturday, the Holy Communion signifies that we are one with God, each other, and the Church. Our actions should reflect that. Should reflect that any public figure who advocates for abortion places himself or herself outside of the Church teaching. I will not provide Holy Communion. I will keep Mr. Biden in your prayers, in, his, in my prayers. As what are your thoughts on denying communion to somebody based on their beliefs? Uh, well, it's a very Catholic thing to do, for sure. Mm. Um, you know, I don't think the church should be making those calls, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our place as a church is to embrace people and, you know, try to talk them through things and not necessarily can't change their mind on what their right. views are. And, you know, and doing it, and this is such a public kind of situation yeah. with him. I feel like you're just bringing more heat on the on the Catholic Church specifically hmm. that they probably don't need, you know? <laughs> That's a good point. That's I, yeah. I don't know. To me, it's – I think it's overstepping. Yeah. So – Mojo, um, he's deep in thought. By the way. <laughs> no, because I, I actually my my gut punch reaction is now different from the thought out reaction. So, oh wow! How about um, you? I, I disclaimer: I think abortion is abhorrent, and I don't agree with it. Um, I know I'm a male; I could care less what you think. But um, I think the denying if we have priests who are individually being judge and jury an executioner on communion, mm-hmm. I think that's not de- de- that's not exclusive with God's grace, you know? I mm-hmm. think um, because then you have to look at each and, each and every individual parishioner who walks to that door, what's their stance on certain things? Yep. What, you know, what are they currently doing? Yep. Things like that. And I think that's just, um, even though I'm not a fan of Sleepy Joe, <laughs> but... <laughs> right. but um, creepy I, Joe? Yeah, <laughs> Creepy Joe. But I, I think that is probably more political mm-hmm. stance oh, than anything else. Um, right. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that actually a Catholic ha- or priest actually denied communion because you've seen other uh, priests who have actually given communion to a, a lot of other mm-hmm. candidates and other members of um, political parties also. Yeah. So it's kind of that had to be a political move. Absolutely. Yeah. No. 100 percent with that. And then the other part is. What if, what if you you're gonna to have to poll, like you said, every parishioner to know exactly where they stand on every item, but because abortion is the hot topic, that's where we focus on. Right. What if, what if you had a, another, you know, a couple that were sleeping together, and they well, think that but that's also okay. capital punishment. If you, there you, you look go. At that. Now the 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 church's the Catholic Church's stance on capital punishment is pretty clear. They do not believe in it. Right. Okay. Um. Catholic Church on abortion is pretty clear too. They don't believe in it either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always that's always been a question in my head. How how does the Catholic Church still um, welcome and embrace, especially the members of these parties who mm-hmm. actually have stances like this? I wonder how they how they've always tussled with it. 
And I'm surprised it's actually taken this long to 2019 yeah. to actually see something like yeah. this. I'm, I'm very surprised. Yeah, especially with the amount of Catholic churches in and around D.C. Right. as well. Right. So I just thought that was interesting. wanted to kind of get your no, thoughts. No, absolutely. If you're in the market for a high-quality cigar for a very reasonable price, you must check out our friends at Watchman Cigars. Watchman Cigars is a family-owned business that puts the customer first with the best customer service in the business. Watchman Cigars offers the Habano for a full spicy flavor, the Connecticut for a mild, easy-to-smoke option, and the Maduro for a strong, powerful experience. They even do specialty blends and partner with you to provide a custom, exclusive line just for you. Watchman Cigars has all your cigar needs. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Watchman Cigars 1991 or check out his new website at WatchmanCigars.com or the sponsor section of our website. But one hot topic that we have not uh, listed on here, if we want to bring it up now, is the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So um, if you're, you know, unless you're, if you're listening outside the country, I'm sorry, but <laughs> sorry, Tori. One of one of our local, <laughs> one of our uh, big industry chains is called Popeyes Chicken, or used Louisiana to be, Kitchen. Is it still the Louisiana Kitchen. It is indeed. So anyway, and their claim to fame is fried chicken, mm-hmm. their uh, Cajun rice, and their beans. That's Which, bit. by the way, isn't bad. I've not had those. Rice and beans are good. Yeah, yeah. Are they? their yeah. sides are pretty good. I know their biscuits aren't bad. Their it's biscuits aren't, aren't bad. bad. They're not bad, but they're not good either. No, no. I mean, they're, but I hate to say this, but they're better than the Lord's biscuits at Chick Fil A. One hundred percent. Oh yes, they're better than they're better. Okay, so they they take they don't touch Bojangles biscuits. No, no, clear, no I agree with that. Or Hardy's biscuits. Yep. But they're like a third, fourth place biscuit, probably. I would I'd give say. you that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I listen. I have never made a biscuit in my life. I can make a better biscuit than Chick Fil A out of the gate. <laughs> so there's. I bet, I bet you could. So, However. Popeye's chicken sandwich. Popeye's chicken sandwich. So we, you know, you stopped by on the way and uh, picked us up some Chick Fil A or these uh, Popeye's chicken sandwiches successfully. Right. Um, I, I had to cut through and kill four people for that. Did well, you get stitches on the way back? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Did you Did you have to hide yourself in the Lord's Chicken restaurant, which is only two restaurants down? No, I, I did not. Okay. The Lord forgave me. Now I don't know if I'm going to get communion on Sunday, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll. We'll say, I'll, I'll save you a, a side shooter of Chick-fil-A sauce in my truck. <laughs> Thank you. But, yeah, so we tried these sandwiches. So, you know, very skeptical because I am hardcore Chick-fil-A. You love, love Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I mean, it is. Probably more than any man should. I, that's okay. I don't know. It's, it's some it's some some good eating. It I mean, good. in fact, my wife has accused me. She's good. She, I have my laptop out. She's like, what are you watching? I'm like, you watching porn? I'm like, no, I'm watching a Chick-fil-A commercial. Over <laughs> <here>. <laughs> Is something bad to lust over behind the scenes? How Chick Fil A is made? <laughs> exactly. Play that. Play, play that footage a little slower. <laughs> but um, so you, my first impressions were: it's a decent sandwich. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not the overhyped part. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you just expected something with a ton of flavor punch, right? But it didn't. The best part of the sandwich were the bread and the pickles. I think mm-hmm. I think that was, that, that's what brought it all together. I would agree with that. The pickles were like thick pickles. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a real skinny thing you, like the Chick-fil-A. It's, right. I mean, this is c- competing, in quotes, with the Chick-fil-A sandwich. Well, it's the exact same copy. You know, bread, chicken, mayonnaise, pickles. That's but it. I think as far as copying a Chick-fil-A whoa, sandwich, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, what? You said mayonnaise, but Chick-fil-A doesn't put mayonnaise on there. They don't put it on there, but it is one of those unspoken things when they – 
if for years you got mayonnaise with Chick Fil A, right? Until they okay. until they invented the forty eight flavors of sauces, they do. Yeah. That's what you had. Yeah, you, you, you would, were either you get a packet. Ke- yeah. yeah, you were either ketchup or or mayonnaise. Yep. You know, and that, hmm. that's just the way it was. Yeah, you know, back it's, when Chick Fil A was at the mall, that's all you could get. Okay, all right. Sorry, I did not mean to interrupt. No, but no, the no mayonnaise. So there, I mean, I think there have been better copies of the Chick Fil A sandwich than this. Such, the chicken, such as McDonald's made a southern fried chicken sandwich. Okay, that was almost almost identical. Hmm. It didn't quite. It wasn't as fresh. You could tell it wasn't as fresh. Right. But the flavor it was profile. Fresh out of the freezer. Yeah, but the like the seasoning was way close. The pickle was. I mean, it was very very close. Right. From a construction standpoint, hmm. I would say this one it's crispy chicken, so it's not it's it's a different animal. It's the same animal, but <laughs> it's crunchy chicken versus you know. It's like the KFC crispy versus original. Chick Fil A is the original chicken. You know, mm-hmm. it's a batter. It's a softer. Well, it's, it's, just, a it's just a flour dredge. Yeah. is what they use in Chick Fil A. So you have basically just this coating of flour. They fry theirs in peanut oil. Um, the Popeyes chicken sandwich was kind of a, almost a tempura batter, which is very comparable to like Long John Silver's mm-hmm. because you had all the extra crunchies yep. and everything on it. But it, it just wasn't overpacked with with flavor. I mean, right. it's still good. I mean, right. like, I will go back on a Sunday mm-hmm. when I don't have to hide my head, you know, as a center. Sure. But, you know, I, I, it, it will be my go-to Sunday if they keep the sandwich. I mean, who knows? From what I understand, it's on the menu. They're good to go going forward. My question would be, I wonder if the original, like, out-of-the-gate sandwich is the same as this version of the sandwich. It's like, mm. is this 2.0 or is this the Ooh, actual 1.0? The first one better, you think, than this it one? It may be. Because if you look, if if you walk into the Popeyes, they're dredging their chicken right there in the flour. Mm-hmm. And why would they not do that on their chicken sandwich? Mm-hmm. Like, you would think that that would make more sense. But like you said, it's a tempura-like batter. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they're just, like, trying to figure out how they can cut costs to make it faster, quicker. I don't know. But they've got to get a ton of those things out. And if you're having to dredge each one of those individually, that could be a Look, I, I give no sympathy for Popeyes at all because they, Chick-fil-A is good at what they do. You go to 100%. Chick-fil-A, you, you're pampered from the moment that you pull in. Right. I mean. It's so, like getting a root canal and them just patting you on yeah, the shoulder. Yeah, get that comfort. <laughs> yeah. But it is, it is, from the moment you either walk in the door mm-hmm. or you drive through, like some drive throughs now have four stations. You, you, four. Four, you, you know, you, that you, each one has their purpose. I'm so confused and when it, I pull into those. It, and it's amazing. Like, you get to talk to four different humans. And your tires and, gloss, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, they, and they ask you how you're doing and how's your day. Sure. You go, to, you go to Popeye's, you're like, what do you want? I mean, it is literally yeah, not the same level of professionalism. But but you can argue that with any Rest any fast food restaurant. Well, I don't go to the fast food restaurants. I am I am a, a monogamous. I understand that you don't want to cheat on her, but sometimes you just have to. They weren't bad at Popeyes. They were pretty nice. I mean, it was it was packed, but right. it was pretty nice. Hmm. They were nice folk. So wow. my my question is, <clears throat> I know your answer to this, Mojo, but I'm going to ask it anyway. It's Tuesday. It's a Tuesday at lunchtime, and mm-hmm. in Concord, they're literally right next to each literally. other. Literally. Yep. There's maybe one building in between, Panera, right? In between. Okay. Nobody's going to no there. Yes. Yeah, so that's no. that's overflow parking for Popeyes and Chick-fil-A. <laughs> do you I mean do you want a chicken sandwich? Where are you going? The one question I have that that has not been answered is we have the original. Mm-hmm. Now there's a spicy chicken sandwich. 
Ooh, wait a minute. At Popeyes. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't I know that. That's, that's news. So, I mean, pit pause here. We need to. I think we need to have the spicy next week, and then we can get, answer that question. What are mm. your thoughts? I'm I'm down with that. Right. I'm always up for sampling. That makes me nervous, just because of the spicy chicken sandwich competition out there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, just the, the hospitality of Popeyes is not going to be the same as Chick Fil A. If you had one next to the other, forget the process. You're sitting right next to it, hands down. You're going to choose which one. You didn't have to do anything to get them there. They're right well, there in front I'm, of you. Chick-fil-A, just because they have Chick-fil-A sauce. No sauce. No sauce. Mayonnaise only. Mayonnaise only. Probably still Chick-fil-A. Please, Brian? I don't know. I mean, I will say the... He chose Bojangles as the number one restaurant. Right, here we go. So I, we, yeah, well, the Popeye's sandwich looks better. I think with no, the crunch, does, yeah. with the crunch, yeah, and just look at the pickle mm-hmm. and that, like it's a dark brown, it's a pretzel kind of bread. I don't know if it's a pretzel bun. It wasn't a pretzel, it's not pretzel bun, but, but it has like a brioche. It's a, it's a Hawaiian, a Hawaiian style bun. Was it sweet? Yeah, it's a little sweet. I didn't catch that. Mm. It's not. Um, it's not like the sweetest King, King's Hawaiian, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's okay. the same profile. But it's more of a brioche, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Look um, at me using big words. It's a tough, tough call. I like Chick Fil A better, probably. But in a pinch, you know, I've been in places where you can't get. Bojangles or Chick-fil-A. And then mm-hmm. I'm a- See, Chick-fil-A is like you're eating the chicken and getting blessed by communion at the same time. <laughs> and I can eat three sandwiches and not feel dirty about myself. No, you can. Uh, you mentioned Bojangles. Is Bojangles a contender in the chicken sandwich category? It's, I, I mean, their Cajun Flakes sandwich is my go-to. Hmm. It's different. It's, it's spicy, though. It, doesn't, it is spicy. It's a different spicy because, like, Chick-fil-A has a spicy chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. That's a, It's very different. And the Bojangles because there's lettuce versus yeah. pickles. And, yeah. You know, if you took off some of the entre, entre I can't say the accoutrements. Word. Accoutrements. There we go. Wow. Big words. Yeah. You so went to school. It's, it's the peanut butter whiskey, um, <laughs> which you don't want anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, the chicken. Oh, I just like Bojangles. That's. I, I, I'm not a big fan of like the pre-frozen Chick Fil A chicken fillets. Like, like I know Bojangles is. They, they it's, it's a mechanically floured chicken sandwich before it comes into a box out of all the fast food ones like if i had to choose a frozen chicken sandwich burger king remember the long sub uh, submarine chicken what? sandwiches yeah the it's one not even like a, you can't even tell that was chicken it had You're the, right, had the, it had the marinara like, mozzarella cheese no. on it so that's the good. vienna sausage of chicken sandwiches you're right you're right <laughs> it comes in a can too with the jelly on i used it. to okay now full disclosure i used to eat I'd get the two because you get two for yeah. five back in the two day. Two for four, yeah. Two for, for whatever four. it was. Yeah, yeah I'd get the I get the Italian because they every now and then they had that one. Mm-hmm. Then there, there was like a cordon bleu, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. for those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, when I was back playing football, they had the monster burger at Hardee's, which mm. it was similar to that, where it was long, it was a long bun, three patties, yep. like six different types of cheese and bacon. It was delicious. Um, so we would get done with football practice and go eat that. I still remember that to this day. <laughs> Uh, my wife said, my unsolicited opinion, the chicken sandwich is good. Love the pickles and almost think that the chicken is too thick. Mm. Well, it's because of the breading. If you actually take a bite and look at it, mm. it's 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 probably the same ounce spec size as a Chick-fil-A sandwich. It's just that breading is so heavy. It's a little greasy. Just a little it bit. It is a little greasy. But that also comes so it's from the breading. The t- it's the breading. Yeah, the yeah. tempura ba- breading. If that breading is not ice cold, because it's a liquid batter. Mm. If that batter is not ice cold when they dredge it, then you get the greasiness. The The other thing with the chicken, the Chick-fil-A sandwich is, I don't know how you eat yours, but once I get it, 
About three, always, three bites, usually. I rip it apart and do two. The thing that worries me is I rip it apart at the exact same spot because they're both one inch thick, one inch thin. They're all they're always the exact same. That always kind of worries me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Like, why are they all the exact same? Wait a minute. So back up. You, yeah, I rip you, it apart. You rip your sandwiches apart. So yeah. So I have two halves. Huh. Then going to your Chick Fil A sauce. Symmetrical, like. Yeah. But there's there's always a big end and a small end, and you can always tear them apart at the exact time. Oh, that's the chicken exactly. breast. That's just the, the chicken construction of the right of the muscle. Right, but then I that's how I dip it in. Then uh, I use the chick fil sauce to dip it. Man, I've been doing it wrong the whole time. Yeah, no, you've been doing. It wrong. I'm, I'm not worthy here. It's all right. So we'll wrap this up. But it's the we, same thing. I use a fork with my nuggets because you can actually get <laughs> that's the true. whole nugget total, yeah, total subversion. Yeah, yep. The the. We wrapped it up with the bourbon fudge pie, also at Popeye's. I, I was looking at the dessert. It said bourbon. I said, "Give me two of those." I don't even know what it is. So, um, producer Brian, it's. I mean, it's a fudge pie, yeah. which is just a thick chocolate, almost chocolate mousse, but not chocolate mousse. How would you explain that? It's a little thicker than a pudding. Yeah, yeah, um, and that comes with the processing and packaging, most likely. You know. I think I just it's a little it was a little a little dense. It was dense, but fudge pies are dense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's it's not just all the processing. That's how fudge well, pies are. I've never had one like that dense before, huh. but I think I, I think it's just the I think it's probably a Sarah Lee product. Mm. Frozen frozen yeah, pie. It's a, Maybe. Yeah. Cardboard yeah. box aged. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really good though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no bourbon no bourbon barrel aged. Uh, but it had some bourbon flavor to it. Yeah, you guys, not bad for a pre-made. Not bad. Sarah How much Lee was pie? that? Buck ninety nine. Two forty nine. Two forty nine. Really? Yeah, two forty nine. And it was a tiny piece, by the yeah. way. Yeah, tiny. Think, yeah. yeah, that was uh, I think over. As you paid too much for those, probably. Yeah, it was a nice chaser to the Chick Fil A, not Chick Fil A sandwich. The Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> Popeye filet. Three sandwiches, two pies, eighteen forty nine. Would you do it again? Yeah. All right. I think I probably could eat three sandwiches and two pies. <laughs> All right, so let's go to uh, another hot topic. Mojo, you brought us some hot topics? Well, did you guys do the political quiz? <sighs> I did. Yes. I All right, did. so if you, you want to go ahead and set that up? Well, if you go to I, I, I com <laughs> forward slash political I thought you were going to say isock.com. <laughs> Don't go do to that site. Yeah, not, do not, not, if, you're not, if you're a work, do not go to that one. <laughs> that is not approved. Which actually probably most political candidates probably need to be on that website. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so my, my daughter came home the other day, and um, in part of her civic class, which she's failing miserably because she doesn't want to turn her homework in, mm-hmm. um, th- they actually had this quiz that they they uh, made everyone do online. So if you go to the website, com, you can actually pick uh, several different things. But anyway, in her civics class, civics class, they've been learning about the constitutional branches of government, mm-hmm. um, just pretty much how... The sausage is made in D.C. The government works. Exactly. Anyway, so uh, being the 16-year-old that she is who rarely wants any interaction with her dad because I'm not mm-hmm. cool anymore. Sure. She knows I'm pretty opinionated when it comes to politics. Imagine <laughs> what? that. You? What? Imagine no. that. So we, we go through. I can't remember how many questions are on this thing. There's there quite a few. Quite a few, yeah. 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 So we, we go through everything. and. Yeah, I, 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 she knows I'm comfortable enough where she doesn't have to believe what I have to. You mm-hmm. have to work that out. The, right. The person, the way I viewed life at 16 is totally different than the way I viewed it at 42. So 
your political stances will change. And even, I mean, mine probably changed in the last year or two on something. Mm So it's just interesting to see. And, um, very proud of her for, uh, some of her arguments to, to why she believed or why she didn't believe, but especially when it came to the tax issues, when I, when I, you know, she was pretty much a lot for free stuff until I explained (laughs) that free isn't free, that you actually have to pay for it. And then she's like, well, that's, no, I, you know, I'm, if I'm having to pay 36 cent, 36% of my income tax to the government, I really don't want four more dollars of that or 4% more going, you know, because mm-hmm. some more you know, money has to come to it. So I was yeah. very proud of her for doing that. But, um, yeah, so we, I guess we all took the quiz. And right. uh, what did you end up with? Um, so big and they give you what percentage you are of what that party. party. Yeah. So I'm 84% Republican. Really? Seventy-seven percent, which again, this is toilet paper math because you can't. I don't understand it. Seventy-seven percent libertarian, seventy-six constitution, thirty-seven peace and freedom. I don't even know what that means. Peace and freedom. It's a secular a environmentalist, big government, and democracy. Nope, that's not me. Demo- uh, Thirty-three percent democratic, twenty-nine percent green. I'm also sad to say, I'm twenty percent, twenty-one percent socialist. Oh. <laughs> In the reason why that 21% comes through is probably for certain questions that you answered with, uh, concerning welfare or retirement for elderly or benefits for elderly or veterans or whatever. So, I mean, maybe that I think is three or, or, questions or, about that. Yeah. Or it could even be about the school system, too, because, mm. you know, yep. our school systems are taxpayer funded, which is a socialist type of identity program, along with our health care for elderly and retirement for elderly, things like that. This makes me feel like a bad person. <laughs> what did you get, Producer Ryan? Well, um, I admit to you actually earlier today that I'm in a weird, I feel like I'm in a weird political place. Like, I don't know what I, how I play into a lot of this stuff anyway, just because mm-hmm. I have, my views don't match anybody. Is what it feels like <laughs> half time. So I took the quiz and it was, it was very interesting. It was a unique, uh, just having to dig into it. I made sure to hit the buttons to like read the issue yes. and not just click. Yes. Because no. the way they're worded, I'm like, I don't know if I want to click on this or not. So you have to read the explanation. So if you do this. Read the whole thing. Don't do it fast. Can I uh, ask a question, though? Sure. There's like a yes, no, and then there's like another section where it's like other stances. Other stances. Or and fill your you, own. Yeah, and you thing. have to, and then fill, fill out your own. Yeah. So you had to list, you, do all those other ones. So I did read all the others as well. I, didn't I did a few of those one. as yep. well. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this is going to be it's interesting, but uh, I came out 70% Democratic, which was a little bit of a surprise, hmm. 66% Green. Sixty-six percent peace and freedom, whatever that was. You and me. Um, fifty-five percent socialist. <laughs> wow. Forty-six percent libertarian. Forty-six percent Republican. Forty-two percent Constitution. So it's right in the middle. It feels like of almost everything. Well, I always clear. thought I was the middle of the road guy, but this is like <laughs> really. So you probably have some more more ideas of being progressive on certain things. Yeah. So. And, and you're clearly going to hell. All right. <laughs> you're, not getting, you're not getting communion this it's week. It's my last day on the show, guys. Sorry. It's been nice. <laughs> no, that's, that's just interesting because, you know, I mean, we all obviously answer these questions according to our personal beliefs and the lens that we see America and lens that we see us. And, you know, we all, we all come from three different backgrounds. The only thing we have in common is we go to the same church. We're white. And, you know, we like a few other various things. But, sure. you know, we have so much, so much differences in life experiences. And like I said, 20 years ago, I probably would have been a constitutionalist and, and been more on that avenue. And like when I did it, I was 86% libertarian 
constitutionalists and then Republicans kind of like a little bit down. I don't even think, I think Democrats around 30, 30 percent or something like that, just because I like keeping my money. You know, sure. and, and yeah. a lot of a lot of those questions were geared for uh, about paying for stuff. Yeah. So how much was the peace and freedom? Do you remember that one? That was like 13 percent, I think. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Or no, that was actually 30 percent because I am not for war. I'm not for um, a lot of invasions and incursions and, and meddling in foreign affairs. I'm not for that. So sure. Gotcha. Anyway, I just thought it was pretty interesting. So, I've, yeah, you know, challenging one, especially right now. We're in a, we're kind of in a flux season right now. We just had a lot of local elections this past week, mm-hmm. and um, some of the local runoffs. And you know, coming up into the 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 Super Bowl of two thousand twenty, <laughs> right, or the S show, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we're about to call the presidential election, and watching all these candidates rip themselves apart. It's you know, before you jump on a candidate just because they have an R or D that matches your voting registration card, you know, actually yeah. kind of see where you stand on things mm-hmm. and then try to put yourself in the, in the party or presidential candidate that best represents. I think this is going to be a good year where people don't do that. They don't look at R or D and they say, what's the best candidate and who's the best candidate? Yeah. Sure. So it'll be interesting to yeah. see. Ten years ago, I was that. I was a Republican, like, just ticket guy. Mm-hmm. Just go check the box. I'm done. I've been duty. Straight party. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. And then I think as I've gotten older, as you said, mm-hmm. I've just, things aren't black and white is the truth. And we all have different, I mean, there's, right. there's so many, there both to me anyway, <clears throat> there's so much middle ground that could be had, I think, with this stuff. Yeah. No, I, but, I, well, there's some things on middle ground. Yeah. There's some things not, you know, like you're either a for bigger government or B you'd want less government. You know sure. what I'm saying? And, and you can't achieve, like, for example, I'm very small government. So with that being said, um, you, we can't go out and spend a bunch of money on defense. We already spend more than five other countries behind us. Sure. Um, with small government, we can't do free tuition for every kid, dog, and cat in the country. You know, we can't give free tuition to illegals. You know, small yeah. government kind of dictates that. Sure. You know, do I think the VA health care system it is a great example of how we should run universal basic healthcare. No. I mean, so with, with that, I, I think you kind of have to find yourself. Do you want, you want to be a nanny state or do you want to kind of be a little more liber, libertad? Sure. And what I mean by middle ground is, you know, both parties have these lines they've drawn. Oh, about no. Certain and, issues, and, you know? and they're, and they're so bold I lines. might be, maybe I'm big government. This is a hypothetical, but, uh, was the example I was gonna make, but I also think that, um, you know, I'm I'm pro life and big government. Mm. Those things don't go together on in our current political no, structure. You know what I mean? no, they like don't. the way that the way yeah. things are structured. That's what I mean by the middle ground is if we break all these little things out and you know, I'm half in this party and half in that party kind yeah. of situation. And I think a lot of the a lot of middle ground can be made up by our foreign affairs. Like can we just all agree that you know, I, I, someone gave me a, or I, I saw a politician run on this a couple weeks ago and he something said something very smart and he's very anti-war. Unless you're willing to send your own blood or your own family or your own last name over there, then shut up. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say that, but like me right now, I'm not like one of the questions on the thing was about Syria. Should we, should we have boots on the ground in Syria? Well, right now, no, I'm not willing to send my daughter over there to fight for Syria. They pose no risk to us. It is not worth it. 
Let's be clear. If your daughter went to Syria, she'd just be posting TikTok videos. And she'd be like, she'd be trying on a, uh, she'd be trying on like hijabs over there for her Instagram selfies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It'd, it'd be it'd be a waste of time on a taxpayer dollar. <laughs> but you know, it's just things like that. I, I, and that's how I try to right. answer foreign policy now. Is like, do I want my own two daughters to have to do that? Yeah. In some instances, maybe, but a lot of instances, no. Yeah. So. All right. Where do you want to go from here? Well, since we're talking about easy stuff, <laughs> so, talking about another quiz. My, yeah. So my wife, oh, uh, boy. my wife uh, comes home one day, and I, I will not mention where she works for this episode, but she came home and she goes, I got to take a four-hour webinar for my company. And I'm like, what is it? She goes, it is about how privileged I am. And I'm like, oh, God. I can <laughs> right see up, where that, right I, up your alley. I can see where this is going. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, I'm like, okay, well, what's this based off of? And she goes, well, here, here's this link. So she sent me, send me, sends me this link, and it is, uh, if you go to Google and just put in BuzzFeed, uh, how privileged are you, it actually brings up this uh, <laughs> this uh, uh, great little uh, quiz real quick. And it's probably, what, 50 questions, maybe maybe 100. There's also quite a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. My, but these are simple. Like, you know. The funny thing here, so if you, anyone knows what BuzzFeed is, let's, like, why would a major corporation base anything they're well, doing off of plus well, I can t- I can tell you I can <laughs> tell you why because I think a lot of these corpor- corporation like my wife's yeah, very know, like yeah. very in tune with social policies and stuff except for mm-hmm. anything that has to do with climate change because you know they all these companies use sure. foreign labor and stuff bad, bad in polluting countries but um, it's very interesting that they would they're they're supposed to be this kind of like socially kind of cutting edge mm-hmm. you know like yeah. Um, they're one of the companies also provide like employees like rainbow flag shirts just because, you know, they want to be, they want to market to the LGBTQ crowd that certain part of the year, that one time a month, you know, one time a year, just why? I mean, you know, it's just let people be who they are. Who trying to sell t-shirts. Exactly. (laughs) So so we took this quiz and, um, she had to watch this whole four hour seminar about how four hours, four hours, and basically, and, and be participant to me. If it was me, I just play, press play, right? Put like a picture of my face up there. Yeah, they're getting smarter about that. You can't yeah. just like get the mm-hmm. yeah, you can't participate yeah. now. Yeah, luckily, state of North Carolina hasn't uh, caught on to that for continuing ed classes for my <laughs> my career. But um, so she had she had to sit in this four hour thing and learn how privileged she was, and okay. based off of her ethnicity, based off of that, you know. Evidently, I guess being privileged now is being a female. <laughs> so, so, wow, yeah. that's a change. But um, anyway, so I took the quiz also. Yeah, and I passed it along to y'all. So <laughs> thank you for that. So, so how privileged are you? Uh, by the way, I took this uh, entire quiz while I was on the toilet. Um, and that's a privilege because third world countries don't have toilets, evidently. So. Or Wi-Fi. So you live <laughs> with fifty-five out of a hundred points of privilege. I'm fifty-five. How about you, producer? Uh, I'm at 59. Apparently. Really? Ooh, yeah. More privileged than I am. I didn't see that coming. 28. <laughs> <laughs> what? How in the world? Well, because there's went, something you're not telling us. Yeah, you're not answering <laughs> truthfully. Well, no, I actually went back and did it again. So I got, I got, I think the second time I got 29. So okay. yeah, I mean, I've actually had some history of being arrested, history of sexual abuse, my as a kid, right, right, history of like not living, not being healthy. You know, those were things, those were all factors. Um, you know, like I had sure. to pay for my schooling. I didn't have, uh, I didn't have my parents to do that. I had to yeah. go, go get a job. These are, these are things. Evidently it's, 
Yeah, it's you, a lot about self-image and how you view yourself right. in this thing. But it, see, that's the thing is that Buzz, but BuzzFeed is the millennial mega giant NBC right. website yeah. that caters to millennials, and it's that's bothering. But and yeah, and the questions that they, the way that they worded them, I think drove that. Yeah, you know, it was, it was clear of, well, and I forgot one of the questions were, but like, have you ever been harassed by your religion? Well, you can say yes to, it just depends on where you're at, like part of the country, where you're at, um, like in high school. Like, I mean, you got made fun of for anything. So, but it said like, have you ever been, but I mean, that could have been in high school. That could have been in grade school. That could have been whatever. Exactly. But, you know, growing up, growing up in the South, you know, everyone made fun of everyone because of the right. religion. I mean, you go to a, a church league softball field, you had the Baptists making fun of the Pentecostals. Right. The Pentecostals and Baptists made fun of the Catholics. It's part I mean, of the culture. Yeah, yeah. But you got made fun of. Right. And I, I think now we're looking at things that were just, just regular, like every day elbow gesturing is now like, Oh, you've been denied your privilege because you had to endure like someone saying, Hey, you know, you speak in tongues la, 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 la. and then, you know, <laughs> that evidently got to be, beat across the brow for that now, just to be clear send your emails to mojo <laughs> at sfpradio.com Bring them on. <laughs> yeah some of my favorite questions here <clears throat> i have it up right now the first one here says check mark i am white oh yeah that's that's the first one right <laughs> that, that one's not a loaded question what? right there yeah and <laughs> the one of them eventually you get to i'm a man yeah, right that's yeah. the one that's um, yeah. let's see uh, where did it go there's a bunch of this stuff about sexuality here. Yeah, I'm a man. I'm comfortable with my gender. I've never been catcalled. I didn't select that one. I don't think I have. I think Actually, I, did. I was catcalled. Yeah. I was catcalled in Chicago in, in, a, uh, in a gay pride parade. <laughs> I, was, I was walking down the street, and they said, hey, young man. So, yeah, I was catcalled. So I, I catcalled myself, so I checked that box. <laughs> you have the audio on your phone. You just play it. Mm-hmm. Hey, boy. Yes, I do. Uh, my parents pay some of my bills. Like, yeah, I mean, and it's, what age group? You know, this is probably for younger folks, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, Dad paid some of my bills, like going through college. Like, yeah, you know, so well, it's not plural. It says I pay, or they pay, not paid. I guess currently, it's current. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe I did it wrong. Mm. Maybe it's like maybe it, you're like a twenty-eight. Right hmm, maybe. Yeah. Um, I went to summer camp. <laughs> it was I called could, I could it was fat that. camp. Come oh, on. Yeah. I graduated high school. Okay. Um, never had a roommate. Yeah, some of these um, tuition. Yeah, and I think you and I, we differ on privilege. Um, so I understand white privilege because I took the class uh, a little bit. <laughs> and, and I agree that there are differences. Um, but I think that we're living in a time now where everybody, and Obama even talked about it recently, like, People are becoming more woke, whatever that means. Um, and but are we doing anything about it? Are we actually trying to make things better? I don't. No, I think. Oh, I think their definition of better is establishing this boat of like, hey, this yeah. is where we're at. If you're not in the boat with us, then you're part of that old right curtain, that yeah. old boat, and we're going to shame the old yeah. boat. But also that hey, great that, that speech that. Hey now, yeah, boomer is the N word for old people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but um, no. What Obama also talked about was he in his past thing, uh, past conversation with at college was he actually condemned this current mm-hmm. the current culture also yeah. 
for this quote unquote cancel culture. Like, right. let's dig up something. They're no longer relevant. Okay. You got to cast, cast stones at them. Yeah. You know, so I, I, not I a big fan of, not a big fan of Obama, but I really do commend yeah. him on actually speaking up to the cancel culture right now because the cancel culture has gotten ridiculous where you'll have someone who may have said something 10 years ago on a tweet. Yep. got, for example, latest, the latest, one of the latest casualties was the guy who held up a sign at Iowa university. So-and-so uh, had his Venmo number on his account and said, please send beer money raised over $1.2 million. Oh yeah. 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 I remember that guy. Well, he donated it. I think he probably took a few bucks for his beer money mm-hmm. and then donated the rest of it to the Iowa hospital children's center right. where, yep. you know, the, if you know anything about Iowa football, the football stadium is set up right, right up there where the kids ward is looking out of the stadium and everybody mm-hmm. does a classic wave right before the game to all the kids. It's really kind of a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Well, someone, I think from Buzzfeed actually <laughs> dug up an old tweet from this guy. Oh buddy. Saying something. It wasn't nothing really. It was yeah. just something stupid. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he got doxxed with his address and then mm, just here it comes. Yeah, land based it. Yeah. Come on, people. Cut it out. I mean I'm I'm a I'm I'm a jerk, but I'm not the same jerk I was ten years ago. Yeah. True. Well and, yeah. and I was actually talking to this uh, with Daniel this this morning is and my dad and his friend Robert here, you guys remember like Archie Bunker. Right. Like that T V <laughs> show. Like, you could not get away with that show today. Mm. Like, I remember watching reruns and, like, you can't do that. Sanford and Son, you can't the do Jeffersons. that. Even Parks and Rec. Show. Yeah. Even Parks and Rec 10 years ago. As he said. Was that? Laughing. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, oh, my gosh. How about, how about the classic movie Blazing Saddles? You could never get away with that yeah. now. So, I mean, guys, we've got to realize it's we're in a different time. But you can't bring that up. Like then it was okay. I just I don't I don't agree with the the attitude of well let's let's land bass some tent from ten years ago. By the way, when my wife told me about this BuzzFeed, yeah, um, how privileged are you? I accidentally took the wrong one. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I took the one from India. <laughs> so <laughs> it had all kinds of things about caste system and stuff. I'm like, hold on. Here. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Okay. Once they got down to the flaffle and, uh, and and garbanzo <laughs> beans, I, I, chickpeas, I decided. So, so how wow. privileged are you in India? That's oh yeah, the, that's a good one. I'm like four hundred percent. Yeah, in India, I have a toilet. There you go. I don't. I don't have to write in squiggly lines. Just kidding, India. I know our letters look funny to y'all, but all right. Where are we going next? I think that's all I had. Oh, oh no, um, I, uh, I didn't see it on here. Someone else put it oh, on. No, there. there's a. Some Epstein stuff. Yeah, did here? you did you happen to get that quote or the uh, audio for that? Oh, um, I did not get the audio, but I can post it in later. All right. So, um, it recently just broke. Let me see if I can pull this article up from Twitchy here. So, there's a company. Uh, there's a uh, journalist, independent journalist group called uh, Project Veritas. Now, the guy's been in the news quite a bit. His name is James O'Keefe. He's one of the head reporters with them. Um, I think he actually founded. Project Veritas, but Project Veritas is the troll level of expert where they can actually get people to go in. They, um, if you remember years ago, they actually exposed, uh, the ACORN project, which was mm. the federal housing, um, mandate that uh, the Obama administration put in where you could actually come in there and say, look, I'm a, I'm a pimp. I got some hose. This is my income. And they can actually get ha- uh, federal housing grants from ACORN to live, um, 
So yeah, the um, reporter's name is Amy Robach, and she is a reporter, sometimes filling host for the morning show on ABC also. Um, but she's kind of well-respected in her mm-hmm. community. Anyway, um, Project Veritas and James O'Keefe uh, actually was released a secret recording by one of her staffers, Amy Robach's staffers, and it was leaked to Project Veritas, and they actually did a expose on it. And this has to do with um, Epstein. So I guess, Brian, you have the footage. Yeah, here we go. I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story. Um, then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. Um, we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate and Will that we that also quashed the story. And then, um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes. She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail. And now it's all coming out. And it's like these new revelations. And I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Like every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh, my God. We it was um, what, what we had was unreal. Other women backing it up. Hey, yep. Brad Edwards, the attorney three years ago saying like aunt like. We, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. And I had it all three years ago. All right, your fir- first reaction to that, Brian. My first reaction was um, just the, as a, I guess, the producer guy, the, the audio, like the, where they were getting this, like who was filming it. Mm-hmm. was just That seemed odd that that was happening. It was mm-hmm. being recorded because it definitely wasn't a mic. It was a <laughs> cell phone or something right. like that happening there but uh it's just a crazy you know it's like i said maybe an inside look at the industry a little bit like right the news these these are their upstanding citizens who tell us what's really happening you know journalistic integrity and all right. this mess she's uh, willing to trade she's willing to trade epstein over getting interviews by the for the prince and will and kate yeah she, she shut said. down because they wanted to you know yeah. a newlywed yeah. prince Exactly. That's more interesting to yeah. the public, and it's true. More clicks, yeah. More clicks. It's yeah. People are more interested in that than right. What's well, happening? Yeah. What was your so? Right then, I was doing some research to try to figure out who Prince Andrew was. I accidentally typed in Prince Albert. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. <laughs> if if you're googling, don't image search that. Yeah. So just fair warning. Um, it, it it frustrates me that <laughs> – you okay? Prince Albert piercing. Yeah, do not Google that. Yeah. I just threw up in my mouth. There goes that Popeye sandwich. <laughs> um, it frust- <clears throat> like I'm with you. Like why is the news not being let out? And it's 100%. I completely agree that this was the case, that she did not release that information because she didn't have it from the higher-ups. She was worried about her job. Um, probably being blacklisted, whatnot, of of just going ahead and releasing it, but um, the victims from that point to three years later is when it it came out. Who's, pardon the the, the pun, but whose blood is on their hands? Like, yeah, because you've got three. 
three years of sex trafficking victims that that happened that could have been stopped, but for the sake of the story and for the sake of uh, other headlines, we didn't put it out there. The other question I have is why didn't she go, if she even had that information, why didn't that get released at least to the police department mm. to actually do some investigation? I wonder if I wonder if you meant hearsay or circumstantial, you know. <clears throat> but she said in the thing she had yeah. the videos, she had all the documentation. But I wonder, but I wonder as it because I don't think she's a journalist. I think she is someone who just kind of relays what the news a talking is. Talking head, exactly. Because <clears throat> obviously, we talk about journalistic expectation, or you know. You have the, I mean, you should do that. Like, I, I think if you found a story this big, you would do it. it yeah. It, it would make you so sick. Yeah. That you had so mm. many people tied to it. You're like, you know what? I'm going to report this. And then if I get fired, so be it. At least I did my duty. But she didn't. The other part is in the <clears throat> the excerpt, she was saying she was so angry that they wouldn't release it. Yeah. Not so much she was she was so angry that this was happening. Yeah. It was more about her and the story her and her career yeah. than it was the people. Sure. And all, that means all of this is in some vault somewhere, probably like the interview yeah. is, exists according to her. Yeah. And some, and some ABC. But locker. I think, you know, this gives more credence to that, that meme of Epstein, Epstein didn't kill himself meme that's going around right now. I think this right here gives more proof to that, that this is bigger than just this guy. You know, we can think yeah. of, we can think of him as being a a, a low down, sleazy, deadbeat, scum of the earth human being mm-hmm. who is no longer partaking in our oxygen and exhaling CO two to global warming. I think <laughs> we can all agree that this guy does not be need to be on this planet, right? Um, but also think it speaks to that this was a huge tangled web. Mm-hmm. I mean, when she. Na- you're not going to have a liberal liberal reporter like Amy Robach say Clinton. Right. Clinton is a demigod in the Democratic Party. And, 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 and also Alan Dershowitz. They yeah. also named Alan Dershowitz. A print, the prince. Yeah. I mean. Not Albert. Um, <laughs> but I mean, but how, how many other people? Because if you keep going on that video, it was saying like the, the head of ABC knew about it. Was the head of ABC yeah. part of it? Yeah. Or, or Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, ABC, ABC is not ABC. It, it's owned by a bigger conglomerate. It's Disney. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you have Disney. I'm sure there's probably some higher-ups that may have taken taken the old uh, Air, Lolita Express to the old Epstein pedophile island. <laughs> but you, the biggest thing is three years. Three years. Over 900 days that this guy was not implicated in anything. Yeah. In three, that's on her hands and yeah. her staff and ABC of three years, this guy being able to do whatever, whatever he wanted to do for three years. She also named somebody else that was the, the procurer of the, the girls to go on the Island. It'll be interesting to watch. And I forgot what her name is. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch kind of what happens to her. If she mysteriously vanishes, um, then, then I think you have to put two and two together on that one. Yeah, uh, there's this is the season of suiciding. I mean, as far as you know, just mysterious circumstances of people end up dead. I mean, yeah. all of a sudden she ends up in a gully somewhere with two shots to the back of the head. You know, you're like, oh, it's suicide. Then we know something's up. 
just to kind of a follow up on this, um, this actually yeah. this leak this frustrates me as well. Good. No, what's what you're gonna say? Uh, the, the this is just an update. Um, evidently, the leak came from a CBS news staffer. So this, you know, Amy Robach was on ABC. The leak actually came from I guess someone from CBS actually obtained this. So CBS News actually fires the staffer who actually uh, had access and leaked it to Project Veritas. And I think um, the the she worked for ABC, then moved to CBS, yeah. and that's why. And yeah. so, and, and probably what happened was she had this. This is kind of like, hey, this is going to be my payday. Mm-hmm. How long has she been sitting on this? What's that? How long yeah. has this person been sitting on it? Well, for, that's the other obviously thing. for a while, probably a while. I mean, you know, I. I I don't know. I guess we have to see if she was wearing white pants. To know if it was before or after Labor Day, <laughs> but, <laughs> but but I think she's had. I, I think it's had a while. But I'm sure this 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 staffer probably came over from ABC to CBS and had this hot little nugget and was probably trying to give CBS some type of insight. I'm, I'm sure they didn't release this on just their good conscience after a while because they've had it for a while. So it just it. I hate that CBS now is trying to bury the story also. Yeah. And, you know, not, not just CBS, but all the major news. CNN has been one of the biggest antagonists as far as trying to bury this story, mm. make a, try to make it a nothing burger. The, the, the question, and I don't know if you guys have watched the new season of uh, Jack Ryan. Yeah. Uh, out, of, out of the gate, like one of the first scenes with him is he's talking about the media mm-hmm. and how you cannot trust the media. Um, there's They'll send you on whatever rabbit hole, rabbit trail they want you to go down. But really, if you follow the money, more than likely you'll get to kind of where it's going. Um, but it, again, follow the money on this one. Where Who's the biggest players? Who's got the most to lose? And and who's got the biggest um, yeah, issues that's going to come who's, out of yeah, this? Yeah, they have who's the, mo- the, the most farthest time? to fall, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, so. I mean, we're – I mean – yeah, it, it should be interesting. I hope hopefully this isn't isn't all. I mean, I know we joke about the Epstein didn't kill himself meme, but that is actually a public cry of saying, mm. "Look, we're calling bull on this story." Yeah, in the current story, I mean, we've had you know renowned New York ex New York medical autopsy coroner actually came up and says, "No, this is actually was homicide." You know, he's retired now, but he actually came up and actually said that. So we have a lot of people speaking up saying that. This story does not smell right, and mm-hmm. it is not that simple. Yeah. I mean, you've had other public suicides, clean cut, clear, dry, but this one does not seem right. Yeah. And I, hopefully, these, the, the hopefully this culture of meaning that we have now will actually push us a little further to where we actually get down to the bottom of the story. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. All right, we're going to wrap that up. You got KSFR right. Well, and and kind of in relation to that, and producer Brian kind of made the connection is. Um, Kentucky Sports Radio, it's a sports show out of Kentucky that I like. Listen to them. Li- listen to them for a while. Uh, the the main host is Matt Jones. We're going to try to get him on the show. We've talked to him, um, and he has mentioned that he's going to run against Mitch McConnell um, for the Senate to try to get him out of power and whatnot. Um, nothing has happened. He uh, the Democrats. Uh, he's he's a Democrat. The Democrats, while he was uh, while they were running for their own political party, um, Amy McGrath, who was the, his competition, got him to not be on a TV show that he started called Hey Kentucky. Uh, and again, they talk some politics, but it's more silly stuff than, than anything. Um, and 
And so because he had a TV show, she thought it was unfair that he had that platform and she didn't. So the folks at, I think, LEX 18 said, you can't have a TV show anymore. Well, uh, a few days ago, Andy Brashear beat Republican Matt Blevin uh, in the Kentucky uh, Actually, I governor's. think it's still being, I think that still hasn't been called yet, though. <laughs> Is is too close to call, but it, but it most likely. I think be it was called. five thousand votes. More than likely, it's going to go to Bashir. Yeah. Call it a day. The very next day, Mitch McConnell uh, filed a grievance to the FEC, FEC, saying that it's unfair that Matt has this platform that he can talk about Kentucky sports radio, and now he is off the air because uh, iHeartRadio said we're we're going to kind of have to let you go wow. because of the grievance. Again, another one where if you're fighting for free speech and right and fighting for a truth to come out, this is another example of how politics gets in the way of, of that. And again, 95% of what Matt talks about has nothing to do with politics. And even when he does, he tries to give both sides and tries to play fair. He says he doesn't like Trump, but he doesn't necessarily like, doesn't hate all of his policies. You know, so he's trying to play at least semi-fair, but... Yeah. I mean, he built this thing. He's been on the air for a decade, and he's got 180,000 listeners, and most of them are just trying to learn about Kentucky basketball and silly things. But the governor's like, well, that's not fair. Now, what iHeart can do is offer Mitch McConnell the same time, two hours, on iHeart to talk whatever he wants to. But who's going to listen to that? No one's. Right. No one's going to listen to the turtle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just another example of that just being um, – uh, my mind went blank. Um, censored. Yeah, no, I, um, I've i never listened to oh, – I'm sorry, I have listened to KSR. Um, shows I've listened to as far as Matt, great job. I mean, enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate Kentucky. but Right. One, I mean, yeah. <laughs> kudos to but you for listening. It's, I mean, it's like trying to listen to a, a diaper stain for two hours. But, you know, <laughs> it, it, he – he gives great content for what he does. Right. And um, I, I really hate that. Now, if he would announce his candidacy, because he wouldn't even announce it, because I, I read this, he, yeah. he, he had not announced his intentions yet. I don't know. I'm not sure if he kind of like hinted at the possibility, but he hadn't announced his intentions yet. So for Mitch McConnell to do that, just kind of, I mean, I'm no Mitch McConnell fan, but I'm also no, uh, his, his, who, who was that run against Mitch? And the two, was it 2016 he ran? Or no, 20, mm. 2014, I think. Now, I'm not a big fan of Mitch McConnell. Mm. They call him the turtle. He's, he does look he, like he's, a turtle. He's spineless. He's, right. he's a spineless, quote unquote, conservative, but he's really not a conservative. He's just, he's, he's milk toast. He's just, he's just not really, he's been there forever. And he's, he has been there for a long he's time. He's been there forever, and he's pretty much a do nothing senator. So, yeah, there's a lot of people that could probably do a better job than that. But, um, yeah, but Matt had not announced his intentions. So yeah. obviously, um, Mitch McConnell thought maybe he had enough competition there, or Matt could have been a great competition. Yeah, I mean, and wanted to you know, sever the snake's head before it could get slithering. So, yeah, I just I I don't like that. I think it's I think it's just bad politics. I think so. I think it's going to burn him at the end of the day. Probably so. Um, one thing I will say: uh, all all. All cards on the table. Matt is publishing a book where he's going around all 120 counties in Kentucky, talking to people and and just getting their stories. And then the the name of the book is Mitch Please, uh, 
<laughs> to, t- to talk about how some of the policies that he's put into place has hurt Kentucky, mainly around coal and the use of coal and whatnot. Mm. Um, but, you know, I still don't think that's called for. And he hasn't, he hasn't even decided mm. if he's going to do that. And they just take away, you know, his bread and butter, his livelihood, just on the thought of running, you know. So it's just, just that's interesting. That's yep. Yeah, and my thought on this was this is like it's this, these big networks that are just covering mm-hmm. their butts, yeah. trying to stay away from any controversy. Yep. They don't want to have anything that cast it. They just want to stay away from anything that's might be uh, that cast anything on them at all. You yeah. Know? And I think that's ironic because <laughs> a lot of these companies don't. You know, they they will take the heat and have those aspersions cast towards them when it's certain things. Mm. Like, you know, I've had I've heard of shows in iHeart like where literally it is nothing but several females and they talk about, you know, different types of masturbation and Whoa. sexual exploits. And it it is raunchy and gritty. <laughs> really? Well, we can't talk about it on iHeart. <laughs> I was just kidding. I was just kidding. But no, it's, it's just one of those things where they, it goes explicit. And then all of a sudden you have a guy that's talking – Football and basketball. What kind of shows are you listening to? Also, I want to go back to: Do turtles have spines? I wrote that down. I think in the shell they have some type of form of spine. Hmm. I don't think Mitch McConnell. He, you know, him and his buddy uh, Clink. You know, John Boehner. Clink. <laughs> <laughs> he was always drunk by two thirty in the afternoon. Anyway, so yeah. No, but, I understand. Like yeah. they're just not consistent, and that's the other thing that drives me nuts is we're just not consistent. No, I, th- I, I just. I, I just think that's bad mojo, bad juju. Yeah. 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 Bad, I think it's just bad politics. I mean, I, I think I, I think Matt Jones probably could take an excerpt and be like, this. The, I'm the guy Mitch, Mitch is afraid of. Yeah. And probably make that his campaign yeah. promise. Yeah. Slogan. So yeah. it'll be interesting. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. So, all right. So I think that wraps it up. Anything else? We don't have anything else on the sheet. Nice. No, Drink some more peanut butter whiskey. We had know. peanut butter whiskey. We had Popeye's chicken. We talked that's Epstein. A full day. That was a full show. We had polls. We did two online polls. Did we? Yeah. I did two. Did you do two? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant we actually did them oh, like, well, while I mean, we were doing the no, show. That's, Evidently, you're, you. you're yeah. a privileged progressive. I'm a privileged pro- Yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> yep. I'm not an Indian. I'm privileged in Indian. Yeah, sounds I, like a good place to be. I, don't know. I guess I'm in my <laughs> caste system. I, I didn't mean to do that. So, yeah, so check out our show notes for all these uh, cool little polls that way you yep. can spend your time on the toilet doing so yeah whatever that helps pass the time exactly <laughs> pass it something else yeah <laughs> anyway we appreciate you guys tuning in as always go to our website at southernfriedphilosophy.com or facebook at southern fry philosophy check us out wherever you listen to your podcast um just go there and look for southern fry philosophy give us a like a share a review a rating yeah and uh don't forget if you're not signed up as an organ donor please do you can save someone else's life if you're no longer here if you decide not to be an organ donor, you can be an SFP insider. So check out our link at southernfriedphilosophy.com. Like <laughs> uh, also, this this Friday, don't forget the Craft Concord. There you go. Uh, the Craft Concord here in Concord, North Carolina, 4 p.m. on Friday to Saturday, 11 p.m. Uh, again, thanks for tuning in. And as always, keep looking up.
listening to the SFP Radio Network.